Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Compass Group International, and welcome to another episode of Expat Thailand. Today has been, wow, it has been a crazy 24 hours. Uh, for those of you that are in crypto, you're certainly well aware, and you're going to see your pants, uh, because for those that aren't aware, uh, two major banks are basically gone. One bank is Silvergate, uh, which provides an on and off ramp uh, for crypto. But the big one is the, it's, it's a bank that really caters to the tech sector, which is Silicon Valley Bank. With $60 billion almost going to be liquidated where the FDIC had to take over. And that is scary, folks. That is really, really scary right now. Everything is taking a hit, and thus the reasoning behind this episode. So today's episode is really dedicated for my crypto friends out there, for my crypto investors out there, of why I reiterate time and time again of why you need to balance your portfolio with hard assets like real estate. So what the interesting thing is, is that traders out there, whether you are a crypto trader, uh, Forex, equities trader, or you trade all of them, whether you're a swing trader, a day trader, whether you do it institutionally, you do it you know, just behind closed doors in your room. But we all know that there's a lot of money to be made day trading. There's a lot of money to be made in trades, making that your full-time job. Personally, I've seen it firsthand when last year, when Luna, the collapse of Luna, and took full advantage when it bottomed out close to that point zero 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 zero. I think it was like six zeros and like a five, didn't quite get down there. But I saw it literally moon to 4,000% within an hour to two hours when it hit bottom. Those took advantage of it. For an example, putting $10,000 in, uh, people walked away. If they sold on time, made over a million dollars. I've seen meme stocks from AMC to Bed Bath & Beyond, people making several hundred a percent return day trading these stocks. So the money is easy and the money is quick. If you're smart, if you've got the balls to do that, but the problem is, is that when you make mistakes, which everyone does, it literally wipes you out. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves uh, about these Reddit traders, especially the Wall Street bettors, is that the vast majority of them don't win. They love to show off their lost porn. And to me, that is just ridiculous. So that's why as a as an investor myself, as a trader myself, getting back to my roots, uh, I, I've been following crypto since 2017, but really haven't dove into it uh, until the pandemic. And obviously, I saw this last bull run, then I saw the imminent crash, and obviously weathering through this bear market as we speak. But I am still full bear or full bull and full steam with crypto. I do believe that that is the future. Hands down, without, without a doubt. But my first passion 
My first love when it comes to investments is still always been real estate. Because I feel that real estate above others, above paper assets, above digital assets, above other assets that are hard assets like rare collectibles, Pokemon cards to art, uh, whether it's digital or hard, or hard prints, and even other collectibles from antiquities and so forth. Real estate, there's always a market for that because even though right now, yes, there is a heavy correction. For an example, I just posted an article on my Facebook page. I know I'm not on Facebook a lot, but every once in a blue moon when I'm on there, I'll post some great articles that I'm reading on there. One article showed that homes about 500,000 in the UK have literally corrected by almost 50%. And you're seeing the same exact thing happen in the United States and other Western countries like Australia and also in Canada. But still, if you're smart and you've done it right, you're not fully leveraged, you're not doing interest-only loans, you, you've maybe put down 20%, 50%, or you even paid cash for your homes, you're still sitting pretty. There's nothing quite like having a piece of real estate that's free and clear. So, and again, for my crypto friends out there, for my crypto investors out there, especially if you've been doing this for three to five to seven to 10 years, the biggest pitfall that you have is the lack of liquidity. And the problem behind that is, is because it's only been recent, recently that we've been able to have an on and off ramp, you know, to trade for fiat currency. Before you just couldn't do that. And over the last couple of years, you can now buy some tangible assets like buy a Lambo, buy a Ferrari, buy an Aston Martin, uh, buy real estate, uh, buy a business, buy a bar. And more and more of that is happening. But the problem with a lot of crypto traders is that you are so closely tied to crypto assets that you would rather be poor, rather go down and see your portfolio sink down. Some of you are down 75%, 80%. Some of you are even down 95% if you hold a big bag of meme tokens. Yes, maybe back in 2021, you were a millionaire. Well, now you certainly aren't. And you have nothing to show for it other than a bag of meme tokens that aren't doing anything, which they will probably, depending on what you have, they could moon again, this upcoming bear market, whether it's a year or two from now. But in the meantime, you're still renting. You're still living in this little tiny, maybe apartment or tiny condo or tiny house because you don't want what should I say is any sort of fiat, any sort of hard earned tangible monies that you earn, you automatically dump that back into the crypto market because you're telling yourself, well, I bought sheep when it was, you know, back in early 2021. Some of you saw a, thousand, two thousand, and some of you maybe caught on and got that million percent return. 
but that's few and far between, but some of you were lucky to pull that off. And, and, and it's that greed. Yeah, I, for those of you who don't know, my prior life, I was a wealth manager for a major financial institution, one of the largest in the United States, one of the largest in the world. And the area that I manage was, is one of the most wealthiest place in the world, which is LA. So I worked with a lot of high net worth clientele. And when the greed sinks in, you don't want your hard earned dollars to go elsewhere. You, you see this opportunity cost. Well, $250,000, yeah, that could have bought you maybe a small two-bedroom, three-bedroom house, or maybe even a one-bedroom condo, depending on where you live. But you would rather invest that into other cryptocurrency. So that's why I'm telling you, it behooves you. And a lot of you are paying the price. And the sad thing is, is that when the going gets good, when this new bull market comes, people are very, very quick to forget the tough times like you're having right now. For example, there are so many people that forgot what happened back in 2008. That is still very fresh in my mind. And I never ever want to make that mistake again. I mean, I did very well investing uh, in, during the tech boom, but was mismanaged that money, and then did very well, and again, a real estate boom, mismanaged that money. I could tell you that that is never gonna happen again. Two times I made big mistakes, and I've learned from my lesson, but you see people constantly do it over and over and over again. Like right now with these bank runs that's happening with uh, Silicon Valley Bank, as we speak, you know, you've seen the headlines. Is this Big Short 2.0? Is this the Great Recession, which is what happened back in 08? Is this, uh, is this, you know, 2.0 of that? I don't believe it is. I certainly don't believe it is. I, I think that, yes, this is the second largest bank in America, in American history, to go belly up. But I believe that the downfall in the market is just going to be temporary. I believe that USDC, the stable coin by circle, will repeg back to a dollar. It's already climbing back up. I think it's like a 95 cents, down from a low of 80. But the thing is, is that you're suffering through this right now. And always hindsight is 2020. Is you could easily tell yourself, Back in 2021, when your portfolio is worth $2 million, $3 million, $10 million, you had the chance to offload a part of that and buy the home of your dreams. But instead, greed sets in and you want another 100x, 10x, 50x, 1,000x on your returns. Well, I'm asking you not to make those kind of mistakes during this next bull run. During this next bull run, I highly advise you to take anywhere from a quarter to a third to even half because obviously you're seeing more and more YouTube videos and articles, especially with crypto traders, about taking profits. And that, and that is a very, very tough thing for all of us to do with your experience or your 
an experience. Taking profits is always difficult. But hopefully from this lesson, you're going to start taking profits during this next bull run. So what I'm suggesting is taking profits, just pay the tax. If you're in a country where you're still uh, taxing crypto, just to let you know here in Thailand, there's no capital gains uh, tax in crypto. Is take a portion of that. Buy at least one piece of real estate. Pay for it, free and clear. Because we all know these cycles happen all the time. That during this next bear market that will come five or six or seven years from now, that you're better prepared. That you're not going to sit there suffering in that one bedroom apartment that you're renting. Your bed is on a floor. You don't have a fucking bed frame on it. You're eating spam. You're going to, well, you can't afford a Costco membership, but you're buying by eating ramen noodles. But you still have a lot of crypto, but you're still down 90%. That sucks. And I don't want you to be in that position anymore. As a person that's been doing this for, well, I've been in the financial markets going on 30 years now. I developed, I started Compass Group International 20 years ago. Prior to that, I was in banking for 13 years in the financial industry. Been in finance for over 30 years. I've seen it happen day in and day out. Young people, middle-aged people, older people, absolutely lose everything and they never ever come back from that. And I'm hoping you come back from that because, and again, you're, you're holding steady. And, and I believe that the people that are investing in crypto now, and again, this is no financial advice, this is just what we're doing, that investing in crypto now, while the market is still fairly down, I seriously don't think we've reached the bottoms, but still, if you're DCing into crypto now, even equities now, that you'd be sitting pretty two to three to five years from now. You'd be sitting really good 10 years from now. But all I'm saying is, don't let stupidity set in during this next bull market. Don't let greed and your, th your thought of opportunity cost. Well, if my dream home is a million dollars, but with a million dollars, I can buy X many Bitcoin. With a million dollars, I can buy X many quant. With a million dollars, I can buy a shitload of, of ADA because that is gonna, that's the next Ethereum. You can't think like that. You're a human being. Human beings have necessities. They have needs to survive. Number one is we need to have air. We need to breathe oxygen. Number two is we need to have water. Number three is we need food. Number four is we need shelter. But being a rich crypto investor during the bull market, it allows you to buy a pimped out shelter in the place of your dreams. Like here in Thailand. If Thailand doesn't float your boat, maybe it's Portugal. I certainly hope it's not Dubai because I think I'm doing another podcast about the definition of rich and I, and I, People don't understand, especially people who have never made millions of dollars before. They truly, really, truly don't understand the meaning of rich. 
So when that episode comes up, please listen to it. And I really talk about why it's just a dumb decision for crypto investors that are worth under 20 to 25 million to move to a place like Dubai. You're better off moving here. As I say many, many times, Thailand, yeah, it's great for the person that is poor in Western countries like the United States and come here and live like a king and queen. But if you're rich, if you're rich in those countries, you live life like a billionaire here. Your life is better as a rich individual here in this country as opposed to another country like Dubai or Monaco or even in Portugal. Portugal's not cheap anymore. Especially it sucks that the government changed their crypto laws and you have to now hold your crypto for at least a year uh, so you won't be taxed on gains. Well, that's complete bullshit. But at least the regulations are coming. So to sum everything up, we're seeing these two bank runs right now. Silicon Valley Bank is, is, getting, is gonna get crushed. We don't know what the repercussions are until another two to three weeks, maybe in 30 days from now, of what the impact it is. Uh, you know, Roku has millions of dollars tied up in there. Who knows all the tech companies and startups? I mean, think of all the startups in Silicon Valley, not just Silicon Valley, but the startups that rely and have their funds, their payroll sitting in Silicon Valley Bank. Folks, they had $60 billion on deposit. No, on deposit, I think it was over that. But only like 5% or less than 5% is actually FDIC insured. The rest is liquidated, gone. So with these tech startups that, when they survive, can they survive? So it, it is going to be a huge impact. It is going to be a huge impact. But it doesn't matter. So this bank run is going on right now. And like most other smart money, I'm sitting on just cash. DCAing a little bit when I see the opportunities into, into different cryptos. But I still feel that the bottom has not come yet. I do feel that, you know... This last mini bull run was complete uh, bullshit. It's, it's dried up. And then when it dip again, then we may have another little bull run, and then it's gonna be a big dip, and I'm waiting for that big dip. But I'm still smart enough to buy a little bit at a time. But I'm sitting on cash. But the main thing is, is that it doesn't matter what's happening in the financial world out there. I'm not impacted. Yeah, my portfolio is impacted a little bit from Silvergate and, and, and from Silicon Valley because of how it's impacting the market. But it doesn't matter because our homes, not home, our homes are paid for here in Thailand. We have enough money we've already set aside for living expenses to last us for two lifetimes, actually three lifetimes here in Thailand. So we're like... Who gives a shit? It's still, every day is still going to be the same. We're still going to go out 
and have dinners in nice restaurants. We're still going to go on vacations and travel because it doesn't affect us. Because we're living in a country like Thailand that allows us, my wife and I, to live like king and queens while the market is going to shit. And we're able to do that is because all of our housing costs, our cars are paid off, we have no credit card debt. So that is that scenario is really where you should be, where you should striving to be. So again, I'm not just some fucking schmuck that just walked off the street um, that was a waiter one day or driving taxi cabs or working a fucking grocery store and, and, and struck it lucky, you know, making millions in crypto. No, I've been doing this for 30 plus years. Working with affluent clients for 30 plus years. I've seen the worst, not just in the markets, but I've seen the worst from people that were once multimillionaires literally be left with nothing because they were over leveraged with too much debt and all their real estate with, with all their real estate, none of it was paid off. So they became homeless, became couch surfers. Take this hard lesson and don't be one of those people that are quick to forget. Yeah, you're down 95% of your portfolio and maybe you are you know, heavily invested now in some meme coins that will maybe, you know, a thousand X, 500 X, a hundred X within the next two to three years. That's great. So when that time comes and your portfolio is now worth $5 million, take out $2 million. Keep 3 million in the market. Keep 2 million out of that cash out, pay the taxes. And hopefully, if you live in a place like Thailand, you don't have to pay taxes on crypto gains. But out of that $2 million, take a million, leave it in cash for your living expenses, future emergencies, future deals down the road, just so you have some sort of liquidity. How many times have you seen a great deal, but you have no money to buy it? And then the other million, buy the home of your dreams. Or buy two or three homes depending on where you want to live in the world. So now you have a well-rounded financial picture. Now you don't have just a portfolio, you have an estate plan. And that's the difference, folks, between a lot of traders out there that are amateur traders. They, even the professionals don't get it too because they're fully leveraged. They understand investing and how to make money, but they don't know how to create a sustainable lifestyle to create a sustainable estate plan. That's what I want you to do. That is what I have learned in three decades in this business, is how to create an estate plan that's going to sustain you and your family for generations to come that regardless of what the market is doing, especially if it's taking dips, especially if you're going to another bear market, you are still sitting pretty. No housing costs, no mortgage. The only thing, like for an example, like in this market, the only thing that we have to pay for is our association dues, uh, 
are, uh, we don't have any property taxes here in Thailand because you don't, you don't pay property taxes until you, after you sold your property. Our utilities are a fraction. I mean, they're nothing. Our average utility for each home, 50 bucks a month. That includes all utilities. Food here is nothing. Our food costs, so my wife uh, is, uh, the one thing that I love about my wife is because we're on the same page. We're very, very both financially savvy. She's not the type of person that just goes out spending on worthless, mindless shit. I'm not the type of person that goes out and spend mindless shit. We're very savvy with our finances. She keeps track of everything. Some people just get to the point where they feel they're so rich. Oh, I don't need to keep track of anything. I don't need to keep track of my spending. That's how you get into trouble. I know that. I was there. I was that guy. And I know hundreds of other guys and women like that that lost everything because they came from nothing, became multimillionaires, then lost track and lost everything. It was all about spending. It's all about keeping up with the Joneses. It was all about showing off what you've accomplished with material things. So keeping track, even having a great lifestyle, a luxury lifestyle we have now, we spend on an average only about 1500 bucks a month. This is outside of our utilities and stuff. This is just miscellaneous eating out, vacations, uh, taking family members out to dinner and so forth. That's it, 1500 bucks. 1500 bucks a month. We don't normally top out over 2000 And when we're kind of on, on let's say, low-key mode, we're down to $1,000 a month. And we're still eating out most of our meals. Still going to see new run movies. Going to wine bars. Going to not just great you know, restaurants that are highly rated, but taking vacations, not just domestically here in Thailand, but going to Singapore, going to Vietnam, going to Taiwan, going to Japan. It includes all that. So please remember, you can be brilliant, you can be a brilliant trader. That's great. But also be brilliant with your state. Create an estate plan that's going to sustain you and your family for generations to come. That is the right thing to do. So to sum it up, this next bull market, when your portfolio does get back into that seven-figure or high seven-figure or even eight-figure range, take a small portion of that. Pay off all your debt. Buy the home of your dreams in cash, have zero debt, Not e don't even buy your dream car. Let's say you want, the, you, you want an Aston Martin, $250,000, pay it off in cash. Even if you're a big baller and you want to buy a private jet, one of my favorite private jets right now is the Honda private jet, which is an Elite S, fantastic jet. Starts, it's about five to seven million dollars. It has, for its class, it ha it's extremely economical, easier to maintain, can be flown by one pilot, 
It seats configurations anywhere from five to six. That's including a pilot. But also for altitude and distance, it flies higher, further, and faster than any jet in this class. Fantastic. So if you are in, a, if you are in, the, in the world, in that world where you can afford to buy a jet, look at the Honda Jet. And then the Honda Jet is also coming out with a 10-seater that will allow you to actually fly roughly about 4,000 nautical miles, oh, about 3,000 nautical miles from coast to coast in the United States. So coast to coast, going from California to the East Coast, roughly about four hours, same equivalent of Bangkok flying just past Taiwan. From Bangkok to Taiwan to Taipei, about three and a half hour flight. But what I'm saying is, is that toys like that do not finance those. Do not listen to your CPAs, your business managers. Just tell them to go fuck off because all they want you to do is accrue more debt. But if you're smart enough to see the trends, look back in the last 20 years. How many bear markets have we experienced in the last 20 years? Like I said, people are very, very quick to forget. But if you have no debt, everything is paid off, even your toys. We can be sitting in a bear market like this sitting pretty with no worries at all. And that's where I want you to be. So thank you so much for joining me and hope to see you in Thailand.